This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to have you here. We are hitting off 2024 super strong. The girlies are strong. The girlies are in it. The girlies are taking over the world. And that's basically part of today's episode. Before we dive right in, if you haven't joined the podcast group chat, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're up to, but you need to go join it. If you're not part of the book club, if reading isn't your vibe, that's okay. Still come join the group chat, talk with the girlies. We have so many different sections in there. But if you have decided, like myself, that 2024, you're going to read more, we're going to level up, we're going to get our shit together, come join the book club because I've never had something (laughs) hold me so accountable, especially because I'm the one hosting it. So I have to fucking read the book. So if you need something to basically basically force you in like the best way possible to read this whole year, join the WTTC book club because like I said, hot girls, we love to read and we love to talk to our friends about it. So come and join. Last thing I have to say before we get into this episode is I want your opinion on the new rebrand. Are we liking the new cover art? If you're not, that might be tricky because I don't really have another photo to replace it with, but Are we liking the new cover art? Do you like the new intro and outro song? Personally, I fucking love it. Personally, I love the intro and outro song. It makes me want to dance. It's so vibey and I really feel like it represents this podcast and my brand very, very well. And so I just feel like this is the year that we're going to just fucking get it. We are taking over the world and I am just so excited and I feel like this rebrand of the pod is just one of the steps to get us there. Diving into this week's episode, we are going to talk a little bit about knowing your worth and having people respect it and also standing up for yourself. And the reason for this is that if you're a people pleaser, which you probably are, and that's why you're listening to this podcast, because we're literally the same person, but a lot of the time it's really hard to stand up for yourself and you basically end up compromising on things that you normally wouldn't compromise on because they actually do hinder you. And so this week's episode is all about standing up for yourself, standing up for your values and standing up for the worth and the respect that you deserve. Let's do a little story time about why this is even the conversation and the topic for today's episode. So if you don't know, if you're new to the podcast, I own my own clothing brand called Huffridge Collective. And with my brand, we have definitely grown a lot in the past few years. We've had really big name celebrities wear our items. We've had a lot more people get to know us, all those things. And that's amazing. And that's great. And I love it. But I feel like part of owning a business is you have imposter syndrome. And so a lot of the time I would compromise on quotes and prices or basically let people almost take advantage of my brand because I wanted to be 
super personable, super accommodating all the time. And I also just didn't feel like I had the authority to stand up for myself or my business because again, you have imposter syndrome, especially when you start something so young. And all the girlies listening to this, if you are young, you understand what I'm saying. It's hard to be taken seriously. People kind of step all over us and walk all over us. And so it makes sense that we're going to basically fold and do whatever someone else says. So with that, one of the things that HC does is different gyms or companies, if they're looking for merch to be made, a lot of the time they'll reach out to HC and we'll kind of make their merch. They love our products. They love our designs and all these things. So that's just something I love to do. And I had a meeting yesterday with a company that we've already done merch for. So keep that in mind. We've already worked with them before. And I had a meeting with them. It went super well, but the thing that was different in yesterday's meeting was that they basically wanted to change the fabric type of all of our items. They wanted to change the color. They wanted to put their own logo in a different spot. Like they just, there was a lot of customization that went into this and it was very different than what we've normally done. And so it would take a lot of work for HC and a lot of work for our manufacturers and a lot of work for just the whole team to have this come to fruition. And all the girlies know that I am not someone who would shy away from hard work. I love it. And so that's totally fine. And I'm totally willing to put in all the time and the effort to make this so iconic for this company. But with that being said, going into 2024, I decided that Helfrich Collective is going to be respected for the work that we do and for the value that we bring to different companies because our items are not the same as buying a canvas or a gildan type of hoodie. We do very different things. Everything is custom made. Everything is unique. Everything is high quality. And that's something that I think needs to be valued. And also all the girlies listening to this know that I'm a psycho. And so the amount of effort and the quick turnaround time and all these things that I do needs to be valued. Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, Anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC, 
all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Another thing with this deal is that the company needs a rush order. They basically need it so fucking quick. And so with that, that means that my team has to put in extra hours to get stuff done, but also our manufacturers have to put in extra hours to get stuff done. So I want to make sure that everyone is compensated accordingly because a big part for me about owning my business is making sure that the people that work for me actually like working for me. I want to make sure that they enjoy their job and enjoy what they are doing. And so basically had this meeting yesterday, went home and within 45 minutes, I sent them a massive email outlining everything that we talked about in our in-person meeting, talking about the different fabrics, the different colors, the different style that they wanted, all the things. I asked them for a list of certain things I needed from them. So like sizing and how many items they wanted for each one and their logo and different things. Then I sent them the invoice and in this invoice, I basically broke down every item cost. I broke down all the customization fees. I broke down the Helfrich Collective service fees. So basically like the cost to pay my employees to be doing all the work they're doing and then broke down the shipping costs, which is out of our control. And if anyone's ever shipped anywhere, you know how expensive it is. And I broke down the duties that we have to pay and the taxes, like everything was broken down. So then I email off this invoice and it is a rush order. Keep that in mind. This is an order that basically they said to me, like, you need to get this done by a certain day. And I said, great, but you also have to reply to my emails and send me the information that I need in a decent time. So I sent this at around 10 in the morning. I didn't hear anything back until around 4 p.m. And basically they emailed me back and they said, 
we don't want to pay this because it's not going to meet the requirements that they have when it comes to the items. And this kind of upset me a little bit. It kind of made me feel really shitty and it started to make me second guess myself. And that's why I feel like this is such an important topic and something I really wanted to talk about because it's no one's fault that the price I sent them doesn't match the price that they had in their minds. And I feel like that's part of understanding the value and understanding the worth and recognizing that certain things are going to meet that and certain things are not. Okay, but going back to my story time, have you ever done something and kind of put yourself out there and almost stood firm in something that you believed in and people basically tried to fight you on it and you start to panic? That was me yesterday. I started to get nervous. I started to get the most amount of imposter syndrome and feel like I was completely out of my realm and feel like I was completely crazy for the invoice and the quote that I gave them because they didn't agree with it. And so at first, I was going to email them back and basically be like, you know what? I'm so sorry. We accidentally added something. Let me take this out and we will literally make no money on this order because I feel bad. And even more so than feeling bad, I felt embarrassed. Like I felt embarrassed for what I sent when I'm the one that owns this company. And so I shouldn't be feeling embarrassed for one, advocating for my employees and my staff, and two, knowing the worth and the value of my business and of the work that we do and asking other people to respect that. So long story short, I basically sent them an email back being like, this is a full breakdown of the invoice. This is why certain things cost a certain amount. This is why this price is this way. And I literally broke it down for them. And I gave them options on different ways that they would be able to decrease the cost on their end rather than HC having to make massive accommodations to simply just have a deal go through. And I don't know what came over me. I don't know what it was. Because normally I would be a person who would try and accommodate as much as I possibly could in order to make a deal happen. But something yesterday just came up in me to stand firm. At a certain point, I was like, I am standing firm in the price that I gave and I am standing firm in the value of my business. And if they're not able to afford it, they're not able to afford it. And some other business is going to come along and we're going to have an even bigger deal. I was talking to Dean about this and Dean basically said to me, he said, do you know how many items there are in the world that I want to buy, but I just can't afford them? They're not changing the price point so that Dean and I can go out and buy it. They are standing firm in their value because they know that people who recognize it and who are able to basically afford it will be the people to go and purchase it. And so it's literally the exact same thing when it comes to your business, when it comes to brand deals and content creation, if that's what you're into. But it also just represents 
being a human being. And there's so much value and so much worth in just yourself as a person that people need to recognize and people need to respect. I know that this example that I just gave is very monetary and business focused, but like I said, this can be expanded simply just into your life, just who you are and what you bring to the table. For example, think about your time. Think about the worth of your time. And if someone's not going to respect your time and if someone's not going to value your time, then you have to recognize that and you have to make decisions accordingly. Okay, let's paint a picture really quick. So let's say that you met someone on Hinge, you met someone on Bumble, you met someone on Tinder, and you have your first date planned. You show up to the restaurant at the time of the date, and you are sitting there for 45 minutes because the other person is running late, something happened, they don't have the courtesy to even tell you, and they're basically wasting your time. Are you going to see them again? Hopefully not. Granted, it wasn't a life-altering event. Granted, they didn't have extremely clear communication as to why they were running late. But in that situation, you're probably going to recognize that your time is super valuable and your time is something that should be respected and honored and cherished. And if someone's not going to do that and someone's not going to meet you at that point, then why would you even entertain the idea of it? One of the most empowering things I can honestly think of are females who know exactly what they bring to the table, are women who know their worth, are women who encourage and expect the respect from people because they know exactly who the fuck they are. And that's the point of today's podcast. And so now we know that we have worth and we have value and people ought to respect it. But the question is, how do we get them to respect it? How do we encourage and basically enforce that that is always going to be the case? The first thing I'm going to say is that you have to be one, your own hype woman, but you also have to be the first person to show that you respect your own worth. And what I mean by that is a lot of the girlies listening to this podcast are very similar to me in the way that we have severe imposter syndrome. We kind of second guess some of our decisions. We start to panic a little bit if someone tries to go against us and tries to almost diminish our value. A lot of the time we'll almost compromise because we are people pleasers. We need to learn to stand up for ourselves, but to also be so fucking confident in the value that we have. This doesn't come easy. This isn't an easy thing. This isn't an overnight fix. This is something that we actively have to work on all the time. And it goes hand in hand with confidence building. It goes hand in hand with eliminating imposter syndrome. It goes hand in hand with loving who we are. And part of growing up, 
I think, is starting to value who you truly are and what you will and will not accept. And I just think about when I was younger and I was dating. Dating is one of the best ways to figure out what it is that you value and if someone's respecting your worth. When I was younger, when I was probably 18, 19, even when I was in my 20s, I accepted so much shit from men that I was dating that I basically started to diminish my own self-worth. Not only were they treating me with a lack of respect, but I was the one accepting it. I was the one basically saying to them, that is okay. That is okay for you to not respect my value. That is okay for you to not respect almost who I am just as a human being and to not treat me the way that I should be treated. And by accepting that and by almost encouraging it by not standing up for myself, it just continued and continued and continued. And eventually the way that they started treating me, I started viewing myself that way. So when they treated me with a lack of respect, when they didn't do nice things for me, when they treated me like shit, I eventually started to turn around and think to myself, maybe I am a shitty person. Maybe I don't deserve someone to respect me. Maybe I don't deserve someone to care about me and treat me kindly. And it wasn't until I did a lot of self-reflecting, a lot of therapy, and a lot of personal growth that I was able to recognize that the way that they treated me is not actually a reflection of my self-worth and that I have to be strong in myself to basically demand the respect from people who probably wouldn't even give it to me no matter what. One of my favorite almost analogies that people have, and I know depending on how people use it, it can get a little bit of hate, but let me just break it down for you and let me just share with you how I view it. But have you ever heard of the airport water analogy? It basically is that all the waters are the same. They're pretty much all the same. And depending where you go is going to depend on how much your water costs. So if you're at an airport, you might be spending $6 for a bottle of water. But when you're at home, you're going to have quote unquote, free water from the tap. If you go to a gas station, it might be $1.99. If you go to a grocery store, it might be 69 cents. And so basically depending where you go is going to depend on the value of that water. Yet all of it is the same. And it's just goes to show that your environment is going to be indicative of how you view yourself and how much worth you place on yourself, on your abilities, on your compassion, on quote unquote caring too much and all of those different things that make you who you are. Going back to the dating analogy because it literally is just the most relatable thing ever. One of the things that a boy who I really, really liked said to me was that you care too much. You care too much. You care too much about school. You care too much about work. You care too much about him, even. He said, I care, you care too much about me. And at that point, I started to think, fuck, 
caring about things is not good. And I started to almost beat myself down for quote unquote caring too much about things in life. Flash forward three years, I'm now with Dean. And one of Dean's favorite things about me is the fact that I care. The fact that I care about shit. The fact that I care about people and the fact that I want to be an advocate and the fact that I care so fucking much about my business and I'm going to work hard every day, the fact that I care about school and I want to get the best grades that I can and I want to try really fucking hard and the fact that I care about him. To him, that's not a bad thing. To him, that's not a negative and it just goes to show that the environment that you're in can sometimes affect your self-worth. No matter how much internal work you've done and how much self-confidence you have surrounding yourself in an environment where you are lifted up and you're not beaten down can be extremely helpful to not only stand up for yourself and stand up for your worth, but also just the way that you view yourself and the way that you view your abilities and what you have to offer this world. Okay, so we know that we need to value ourselves. We know that we have so much worth in so many different aspects of our life. We know that we need to do some internal work. We need to work on our confidence. We need to work on feeling good about ourselves. Now, what do we do if someone is not showing us the respect that we deserve? How do we stand up for ourselves? And I know that this is almost the scariest topic we could talk about because as people pleasers, we don't want to be mean. I don't want to come across as rude. I don't want to come across as being bitchy. I don't want to come across as not being appreciative or kind of maybe ruining a relationship or kind of burning a bridge or anything like that. I'm going to tell you ways that I like to stand up for myself In order to not come across that way, but in order to make sure that I am standing firm. The first way that you can stand up for yourself is to know when to walk away. This is with anything. This could be with a business partner. This could be for a brand deal. This could be a relationship. This could be a friendship. This could be a job. This could be so many different things in your life. If you are not being shown the respect that you deserve, not that you just should get, but that you deserve and is something that people need to show you, then you need to know at what point is it okay for you to walk away? At what point are you okay with leaving that because you know that you deserve better? And that's one of the hardest things because a lot of the time we don't want to seem as if we are quitting or failing something. And so walking away is really hard. Walking away from a friendship, from a relationship, even from a job can be super exhausting and it can be super overwhelming and it can be something that we're really scared to do. But again, this just goes to show that at certain points you have to recognize that you are worth more. You are worth people's respect. You are worth so much more than what you've been given. And so 
at what point are you going to take a step back and say, I need to put myself first. I need to put myself first. I need to stand up for myself and I need to know that now is the time to walk away. Every friendship that I have walked away from because I wasn't getting the treatment or the kindness or the effort that I deserved in that friendship, I have never looked back on it and thought, wow, I miss it. And to be fair, at the beginning, I mourned it. At the beginning, when the friendship ended and I decided to walk away from it, I was, of course, sad. I, of course, felt shitty about the situation. I, of course, was starting to second guess and to question. But now, being out of it for however much time, I never look back and think, wow, I really wish that I could go back in that friendship and I could be treated like shit again. Like, you're not going to think that. So, just know that it's okay to walk away. And when you walk away from something that's been hindering you for a really long time and maybe been putting you down, it gives you the opportunity to welcome in so many new possibilities, so much new energy and positivity. And who knows what you can do with that? You can literally do so much when you change up and almost let go of that negative energy. Okay, so walking away from a situation that you know is not good for you is, of course, one of the ways to stand up for yourself, but it's probably not going to be your first choice. It's not. It's not the first thing that you're going to do because a lot of the time we try and work through things ahead of time. And sometimes it can get resolved and it can get fixed. And so the first thing that you're going to do when you stand up for yourself is think about your tone. I first want to tell the girlies that standing up for yourself is not a weak thing. It's a very empowering, a very strong thing, and it's scary, and it takes a lot of guts to be able to do it. And standing up for yourself does not make you a bitch. However, the tone that you use might. So if you're yelling and screaming, sometimes that's necessary. Sometimes that's the situation and that's just what you need to do to let it all out. If you're talking to your boss, maybe we don't yell and scream, but we focus on the tone and the delivery of what we're trying to say. Being a business owner and even just being a student, a lot of the time I have very difficult conversations with people because I have to stand up for myself. And if I don't stand up for myself, I'm going to be walked all over. And that's not a life that anyone wants to live. And sometimes people don't even necessarily realize that they are not valuing your worth or your work ethic or you're respecting you the way that you want. And you just sometimes need to remind them of who the fuck you are and the respect that you are demanding. And so, for example, yesterday when I sent an email back, I was extremely kind and considerate in my email. I said, thank you so much. I would love to talk about this a little bit more, breaking down the pricing. And I kept it in a tone that was very corporate, very business-oriented, very professional, but also that stood up for myself and my team. I wasn't rude. I wasn't condescending. I wasn't mean or negative. And 
it shows that I'm still a nice person, but also don't try and bulldoze over me and don't try and devalue my business and what we've built and my team. So I honestly think that tone is a massive part of standing up for yourself because I know it's scary and I know that it is a really tricky thing to do. And I know that we are all scared of confrontation and we are scared of disappointing people or maybe losing out on something in life because we're scared that if we stand up for ourselves, we're not good at get the best response. But it is so important to find your voice. It is so important to have people in your corner who are going to empower you to use that voice. The right people in life will encourage you to stand up for yourself and to stand up for what you believe in. And if anyone thinks, wow, they're so mean or wow, they're such a bitch or wow, they suck. That's not someone that you want in your corner. That's not someone that you want to do business with. That's not someone that you want in your life. That's not someone that you want as your boss or your employee. Those aren't the people that you want. You want people who accept and appreciate you standing up for yourself, standing up for your values, standing up for your worth, and standing up for just yourself in general. Normally, with a lot of things that we talk about on this podcast, I always say that by doing it more often and almost practicing it, you're going to get better and you're going to get more confident in it. But standing up for yourself, yes, you'll get more confident in yourself and your ability to have quote unquote confrontation, but standing up for yourself. But I also think that every situation is different. And no matter what, you're always going to feel nervous. When I was sending back an email yesterday, I was shaking. I was nervous and I didn't want to do it, but I knew that it was important. I knew that it was important for me to advocate for myself and for my team and to let people know that I'm not fucking around. It's also one of those things that People will start to respect you more when they see that you are more firm on what you will and you will not accept. So when I was dating people, before I was dating Dean, I basically took everyone's shit. Someone wouldn't text me for days at a time and then pop up and I was willing to just let them back in. Someone would cancel a date on me 20 minutes before the date and I said, that's totally fine. We can go out tomorrow. And I was very lenient on what I would and would not accept. And if that works for you, that works for you. But for me personally, that was not something I was loving. I was just doing it because I felt like I had to. I felt like I needed to be super easygoing and super chill. And you can be all those things, but still know who the fuck you are. Still know that one, you're a human being, so you deserve respect no matter what. And two, recognize what you will and will not accept in business, in school, in relationships, in a career, in a gym membership, like so many different things. You have to learn to fight for yourself. And I always say at the end of the day, the only person you truly have is yourself. At the end of the day, you're always going to be your number one advocate. At the end of the day, you're always going to be your number one hype woman. And so you have to be that voice for yourself. And it's super scary. 
It's not fun. I'm not even going to lie to you and tell you that it's like the best time ever. It's so fucking hard. But you know, and I know that all you girlies know, that deep down it's something that you have to do because you deserve the absolute best in this world. I've said it before and I'm saying it again, but the WTTC girlies are taking over this year. We are taking over the world. And part of the way that we are going to do that is by being strong, confident women who don't take people's shit. We are not taking anyone's shit this year because we know exactly what we are worth and we know exactly what we deserve. And if someone's not going to meet us at that point, then that's fine because we will move on and we will find someone who will. And that is our mentality for 2024. But that is today's episode about knowing your worth, standing up for yourself, and fucking going after it in life. And I am so proud of all the girlies because I know that you're all going to implement this. I know that you're all going to start working on it. It's not going to be a super easy thing. It's not something that's going to work every single time. Sometimes we're not going to stand up for ourselves and that's okay. But we just have to know deep down that when it matters, it matters. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. As always, if you love it, share it with a friend, send it to your family, send it to your boss. I don't even care who. Send it to whoever your heart desires. But I love you guys and I will catch you in the next one. Bye. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.